Welcome to the Gentle Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Donegan. I'm a midwife, mom, and founder of Gentle Birth. Join me each week to hear inspiring, uplifting birth stories, learn helpful tips, and get advice from parents and professionals supporting you on your journey to parenthood. Your positive birth begins here. In this week's episode, we'll hear from Maria Ruiz Flynn and her four very different labor and birth experiences. Welcome to the Gentle Birth Podcast, Maria. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, hi, Tracy. Yeah, so I'm a holistic therapist and I am living in Kilkenny in Ireland with my four gorgeous babies. Well, they're not babies. One is nine, five, three and 17 months and my partner, Rob, as well. So we'll jump straight into it there. So, so tell us really, what was your biggest fear about giving birth, especially for your first baby? Well, with my first baby, it's, my biggest fear was actually whether I was going to tear. That was probably like one of my biggest fears and whether my baby would be OK. So tell us, how did you get past that fear or were you able to the first go around? Oh, I suppose in terms of. No, I think I just had to put it at the back of my head and just hope that it wouldn't come up. Like I'd read kind of I'd read one book in particular, which I, I did think I was quite prepared, but it didn't really address any of any kind of tools or anything like that in terms of tearing or what I could do. Yeah, and I think that is it's always a big fear, especially for for first time moms. The idea of tearing or having an episiotomy is it just makes you want to cross your legs. No, it absolutely does. It's like, you know, I can even feel my body tensing at the thought of being back there yeah. pregnant, wondering, oh, my God, <laughs> what is going to happen to me? So, Maria, tell us about your very different uh, labor experiences. Yeah, so I've had four very different. I've had two births in hospital and I have two births at home so my first baby I remember thinking I was somewhat prepared you know I felt quite confident and I was excited because I think deep down I kind of felt that giving birth was a natural thing and that you know when a push came to shove that we would actually it would all happen and um, but then when it was a different story then I remember going into the hospital I'd had my a bit of show I had my a few contractions and I went into the hospital and it was just a different story you know you have this romanticized idea in your head of what it's going to be like and I remember going in there and it was nothing like that and me thinking I was prepared didn't actually translate when I went in there this is my first baby now and it was just you know and it was lovely to have my partner there as well but I, I wouldn't like it was a positive experience in the sense that I had my beautiful baby but in terms of my Oh, my self-esteem or my power as a woman, maybe it didn't quite translate the way I would have liked it to. So tell us more about that. What what happened that you felt you felt disempowered? Yeah, well, I suppose when I went in there, I had this idea that I was going to, you know, just go in and give birth and it was going to be super easy. I know it sounds really naive and ridiculous, but it's actually not. But um, I went in there anyway. And what happened was that I wasn't progressing quickly enough. And then I had to be induced with the drip and then I was on the bed and that was kind of it, you know, and it, it was painful. And I kind of went in there saying I wasn't going to get the epidural because I was a woman and I didn't need it and I should be able to do it by myself. So I held off getting the epidural for a long time and it was horrible. I wish I had just got it, <laughs> you know, soon after. Yeah. And then I got the epidural and then things kind of progressed a bit quickly then. And then I felt a lot better, obviously. 
how, how did you feel about did you get were the staff supportive and and why do you feel like you had to be on the bed was that to do with the monitoring once you were on the drip um yes yeah, so i got the drip and then i had to be like more or less when i was in there i was monitored and then i remember them saying they were going to check just check my cervix but actually my waters were broken without my consent and then kind of things just went from there so I was sort of put on a clock and then I had to be up on the bed with the monitor and then they were in due then they put the drip in me I I couldn't actually move then from the bed well maybe I maybe I could have I, maybe I didn't actually really know yeah. whether I could move or not I wasn't told I could so Maria tell us about your second labor yeah so the second my second labor was very different it was it was a lovely experience. So I remember being at my mom's house actually, and I, I'd been having a few surges throughout the the day, but I kind of didn't pass them off as anything because I think after having been induced the last time, I was expecting something quite intense. I, I remember going to my mom's for dinner and we were having a curry, and I was having my surges, but they were all so manageable. It was all very fine. And um, then until my mom kicked me out of the house, she was like. To Rob she was like get her out of here and get her to the hospital right now you know my mom tends to be a bit of a panicker as well so I was kind of like right okay just do this and ease my mom's mind and then when I went in so I remember even being in the car on the way to the hospital and I was texting my friends and I was like oh yeah you know just going in I'm probably going to be sent home but sure I'd been in the hospital a bit over an hour and then she was born you know and it was a very wow. very different experience yeah it was um you know, we were very lucky. We got the ward and the midwife and there was nobody in there. She was just for us. And and at that, she gave us so much space as well. She wasn't in our faces. Um, yeah, to be honest, like my memories of my second labor is just myself and Rob in the room, more or less slow dancing. We were shaking the baby down. You know, then I was, I knew that she was coming. So I was like, oh, baby's coming. And I got up onto the bed. I pulled my jammy bottoms off, up onto the bed and then, I remember like the the water is kind of squirting all over the midwife and then out came Willow and it was just lovely. It was very nice. Yeah, it makes such a difference. I think when you have that continuity of care with, you know, being in a in a quiet ward and and having that midwife just just for yourselves to support you. Was was Rob surprised with the speed that baby Willow arrived? Yeah, he was. I think, well, I suppose in my head, I remember him thinking in the car, he told me afterwards when we were driving, he was just... He was like, don't even look at her, just get to the hospital. Because I was having surges, but I didn't realize how intense they were, whereas he maybe seen them differently than I did. But he was, no, yeah, he was surprised. It was a very different experience for him as well to be so involved and to be such a part of the whole process instead of kind of standing in the corner going, "Uh, okay, (laughs) you know, what do I do now? And it was very different for him. Baby number three, tell us, this was a home birth then, was it? Yeah, so actually on the last, um, on Willow's birth, my second my second birth, um, after she was born, I remember the midwife saying to me as I was kind of walking out, she was like, oh, do you know, next time you could be doing that at home. And it was just, and I've always wanted to have a home birth, but I always thought, you know, it's just something people talk about, but it's actually just a bit out there and people don't actually do that. When she kind of said that to me, it was, it kind of reaffirmed something that I always knew, that I could do it and that, you know, our bodies were made for this. So it, I kind of then said, yeah, I'll go and have a home birth. Let's talk about your third and fourth baby. And then I want to talk to you a little bit more about your decision to have a home birth. Okay. So, yeah, for, for my third baby now, after the midwife had kind of 
given me the confidence in a way like I always knew I could and I always wanted to but just hearing it from a birth professional that this is something that could be done I suppose it just kind of sparked something in me and um, after having such a positive experience with my second birth I decided to go and do a gentle birth course it was just incredible it kind of just fit in all the missing pieces you know because you can look up you can do a lot of physical training let's say um, with exercising and breathing but it, it really gives you the confidence and I felt really prepared um, for my home birth I knew yeah, so I felt really prepared and I was just yeah I knew exactly what to look for in terms of a midwife and you know I just knew I had options and um, so for my third birth Jason he was actually he was a week early whereas all my other babies had been let's say over their due date to say early but you know I kind of thought they would all be similar in a way at the time that they came and the way that they came. But I woke up at around one o'clock in the morning and I had a bit of um, washes, but I wasn't sure whether I'd pee myself or not. So it's like, okay, I'll go back to bed. It's fine. And then a little while later, the, the surges were coming on quite strong. And at the time now, I couldn't have my home birth where I lived. I had to drive to my mom's house, which was an hour away. And, um, I actually had to drive by the hospital just because whatever way it worked with the midwife in the catchment area, I had to drive for an hour away to be able to have a home birth. Yeah, then I got there and it was was it an hour later, two hours later, and he was born. And he was actually born in the water. And it was amazing. The pool is the most incredible thing ever <laughs> during labour. Lovely. Lovely. And how how long was that labour then? That from one, he, um, I remember waking up at one and then he was born at... 320 or 225 two yeah yeah 225 tell us how um i guess how how different is a water birth compared to land birth you know it's funny i always envisioned myself giving birth on the land with all my babies like i wanted the pool just to labor in but i actually didn't have any intention of giving birth in the water while i had the pool set up and i was laboring for the hour in the house yeah, so I was kind of going through that, that transition stage where you're kind of feeling a bit wobbly and you're one, you're thinking that you can't actually do this. And I was having a bit of a freak out moment anyway and the midwife came over to me and she was like, oh, do you want to just sit in the pool for a minute? And I got into the pool and 30 seconds to a minute later, it's time for Jason to come out. Wow. And within, yeah, within three surges and pushes, he came out. And it was, it was, got like not to sound nuts but it was easy you know it wasn't painful it was just he just kind of came out and there he was you know from my arms it was lovely gorgeous and your last baby yeah so do you know I expected my last baby um to be quite like Jason I expected it to happen very quickly very fast and so we had the so this was a home birth and we had the midwife on standby we were like the second we ring you this is going to happen really quick yeah, so it didn't actually happen like that at all. It was a very, like, slow and gradual process. And the the surges were kind of like, they just, oh, what's the word? The surges, they just, I can't even think of the words, sorry. They progressed, sorry. As a, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, so the the surges, they just, they came and it they progressed, like, really nicely. And it was very manageable. And it wasn't as at all as intense as my last birth. It was probably... I'd say it could have been like maybe 10 hours of the surges, but I slept in between. And then 
at 11 o'clock at night, I was like, okay, things are starting to ramp up. And and then my mom was there and Rob had set up the pool. And I remember just kind of hanging off the, the fire, what do you call that thing? The mantelpiece. And I was lit, like my mom was saying, oh, it's like you're doing an aerobic video or something. I was just hanging off it, kind of dancing to my dance music. And it was lovely. It was, it was like, it was a very enjoyable process. Then, yeah, I was on all fours and that's how she was born. <laughs> it happened quite quickly in the end. And did you use the pool this time around? I didn't actually. I never got into the pool. It, like it all, it all happened very, very quickly. I got on my knees and then, or on all fours and then it was like, no, this baby's coming. And then literally like the midwife was in the door two seconds after, you know, or she was in there just about to catch the baby yeah. and then hand her to me. Sounds amazing. Did And when you think back on your labours, was there ever a moment when you were thinking to yourself, I cannot do this? As, you know, a lot of women, when they're getting kind of, especially into advanced labour, that you hit that wall and it's like, ah, this is it. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Did you have any of those moments? And if you did, how did you manage to kind of push on and, and get yourself past it? Um, yeah, well, definitely on my first, I remember being on the bed and just think this was before I decided to get the epidural and I was just looking out the window and I was like I just want this to end I was like I'm going to jump out that window now and it'll be over which sounds terrible and I suppose I think at that point I had to ask for the epidural that I kind of calmed down then and then for and then there was that moment in my second when just I think um before the midwife told like you know suggested that I use the pool I was kind of hanging on to the sink looking in the mirror I was like what the have I done you know why am I at home why like what am I doing this is getting very hard now I don't actually think that I'm able to do this now yeah and I suppose to be honest what got me through that was just the suggestion from the midwife you know because I was just having a panicky moment I had done all the work I had kind of gone through it all and then it was just this moment yeah. <laughs> and um yeah so that's kind of I was I suppose the midwife suggestion and then as well like you know knowing as well that I was able to do it because on my, my fourth birth, the home birth, I never had any of these wobbly moments. Like I, I had already had my baby at home and I knew I could do it. And I knew my body could do it. And I know I'd had all these babies. Yeah, I suppose when you're doing something new, you just have to, you know, maybe you just need that reassurance or something. Or you just need that stuff to back it up. Definitely. I think, you know, that sometimes it's a simple word or a glance from that you know trusted person that's with you that, that just gets you over that wall and even somebody reminding you of your power you know because I think in these moments you can forget because you can't be logical in labor you can only do and go with the flow you know definitely and just coming back to you know your midwife suggesting no just try the pool for a minute when you think back again through your experiences throughout those experiences was there one thing that you always remember that sticks in your mind about your labor that that something was said to you might have been your partner said it to you or your midwife that stayed with you from those experiences yeah well definitely on my second with you know having such a positive experience after having a different experience on my first with the midwife saying that oh you should have a home birth I think it just really reinforced what my body could do I suppose how amazing the process is and how amazing we are as women to be able to give birth as well, my partner was also always so lovely. You know, he I remember him telling me that I looked beautiful when I was in labor and I felt like, you know, I was just sweating. And, you know, looking back, I probably felt like I looked different than beautiful. But 
that's obviously not what he thought. Yeah, and then, oh, and like, you know, the midwife as well, my first home birth, she was very, you know, she was like a shadow. We wouldn't, she was never really in our faces, but she was always there, yeah. you know, and like, like that suggestion to get into the pool, it was, it was a very nurturing and it was very lovely and it was just what I needed at the time as well. Knowing what you know now, and you've had four very different birth experiences, what advice would you give yourself if you could go back in time to before your first experience of labor and birth? Yeah, if I could go back and <laughs> tell myself something before my first labor, I would say read the right books. <laughs> Don't read the books that you think you're meant to read. Um, and actually, you know, because I went in there being confident but not prepared. You know, I, I thought I was prepared. Um, and I would just I'd tell myself that I can do it. I suppose to follow my own lead, to follow my body as well. Yeah, and I suppose I suppose just really to be prepared. What were the books that you read that you now wish, oh, I wish I'd left that on the bookshelf? And what would you recommend other mums who are considering their different birth options? Yeah, so I definitely, I read What to Expect When You're Expecting. I thought that was like, I, you know, the book that you read when you're pregnant. And it was just, to be quite honest, you know, I knew a little about a lot of different outcomes that could happen. You know, I knew a little about a lot of different procedures, but so that was the book I read. That's not necessarily the book I would recommend. Um, I would def- definitely recommend the gentle birth book. And there is the birth partner book as well, which is great for the birth partners, obviously. But yeah, just with the gentle birth book, it gives you information about the different procedures. It gives you the facts and the evidence about it. And I think when you have these things, you can you have options. You, you know, You know, you can say yes or say no based on what you want or what you believe, you know. At Gentlebirth, we want to inspire and uplift expectant parents around the world. So to kind of wrap up here today, what message do you think every woman and her partner should hear about giving birth? For me personally, what I would say is that giving birth does not have to be hard. It can actually be quite easy and enjoyable and that you can do it. We are designed to give birth. And if things don't go to plan, just like we expected them to, that there's always other options and there's always different different paths that can be taken in a positive way. It, there is no one perfect type of birth. There's just there's many different different kind of variations of birth that can be positive. Um, yeah, so I would just say that you can do it and these are amazing, really, is what I would say. And for the birth partners as well, for them to be kind of confident in themselves and to kind of be prepared. What tips would you give for partners to get prepared? Yeah, so definitely like the gentle birth workshop is amazing for partners, you know, because a lot of the times they are sidelined. There isn't, they don't have a great deal of things to do. You know, they have no instruction. It's just kind of be there for her. And it can be difficult for partners kind of looking on to their, to their loved ones giving birth and they have no idea what to do. So I suppose with the gentle birth workshops, they, they're given tools, they, they're given their roles, they know what to do, they know how to help their partner and their partner is able to communicate how they want to be helped as well because it's not really not something that you think about when you're pregnant you know how is this person going to help me you know it's just it's yeah the gentle birth workshops are brilliant and is there was there an aspect of the workshop that rob enjoyed most because it's i i guess when when sometimes when partners are the 
sometimes can be dragged along to antenatal classes and and have this expectation that they're going to have to sit and do a lot of breathing exercises and get in touch with their inner feminine side. So what did what did uh, Rob enjoy most about his workshop? Yeah, well, like that, he was kind of dragged. <laughs> Let's say he was. But he, um, I suppose it was just the, the science, you know, all the evidence and the science, he, that's like his thing. He loved that. So, and I suppose what he enjoyed the most was to be able to be, I suppose, an active participant. He, he knew what to do and he, he knew like the different things that he could suggest if I was, you know, if I was kind of out of the zone or not in focus or not in focus even. And yeah, he was just, he kind of loved to be able to participate and to just be able to be a part of it rather than looking on really. Cause he, he'd had that experience with our first. So yeah, he was just, he was all on for it after the workshop. He was, he loved it. Fantastic. So Maria, we're about to wrap up. So would you like to tell us a little bit about what kind of work you're doing in Kilkenny? Let us know your website. Thanks. Yes. So I am a holistic therapist. So I do reflexology and massage and I mainly work with pregnant women. I work, I do reflexology for babies and I also do the gentle birth workshops like after having had my many different experiences and um, had my gentle birth babies I just kind of felt like oh no <laughs> this thing the word needs to be spread like because it's such an amazing it's such an amazing program that it just needs people just need to know about it if you can have a positive birth why not why wouldn't you so I do the gentle birth workshops and I yeah and I also um, encapsulate placentas as and my website is um, nurturemamaholistic.ie. You can find me on Facebook as well. Well, thank you again, Maria, for joining us today and sharing your varied birth experiences and your tips for other expectant parents preparing for their positive birth. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks a million. 